You are listening to the If We're Being Honest podcast. In this episode is an interview with Rousseau, a college friend who details his recent experiences investing. Yeah, I'm here at uh, my uh, office or whatever I would call it. This is really where I have my, um, my tech company. So this is the building. Um, this, I don't own the whole building, I only own partial percent of it, it's like 20%. So like, I'll show you. So like, so like there's nothing much in here now because I'm putting all the computers in here. Mm-hmm. And then right below me is the coffee shop that I also have. And then behind it is the, uh, is the barbershop from my mentor who owns the whole building. Oh. Um, so yeah, yeah it's a little, a little nice view behind me, you know, a little, little yeah. sunshine. That's important, getting vitamin D nowadays. What's up? Getting vitamin D, you know, even when you're inside. Apparently, it's a hormone. Yeah. I remember, like, back in the day, like, uh, my doctor used to say, like, yeah, you're not getting enough vitamin D. I'm like, how? I'm outside every day. Like, it doesn't make any sense. But whatever, you know. I eat, like, oranges and orange juice. Oh, yeah, they fortify those things with vitamin D nowadays. I like uh, I like oranges, you know. It's one of my favorite fruits. Yeah, yeah man. Yeah. So, uh, tell me about this podcast. Well, you know, I started it in like 2019. You know, it was supposed to be um, commentary about like you know regular, regular, you know, everyday occurrences. Um, mm-hmm. started it with Manny and Zai, but you know, the pandemic then happened, and you know, nobody really returned to Oneonta. Right. And, you know, I started it because, you know, I, I joined Wolney and, you know, being on the radio, like, I didn't really like the limitations of being on the radio, like, you, right. like, the safe harbor rules, so I had to wait till, like, 10 p.m. to, you know, to do a radio show, and then, like, sooner or later, doing a radio show at night, you've kind of, like, when you're young, you're like, I don't really want to do this right now, like, Cause like it's it's like nighttime. Like I want to be out, especially in Oneonta. So I was like, yo, there's a bar I could be at right now. So like that started getting me tight. But I'm like, I really don't want to, you know, watch my mouth. I don't want to like, you know, watch the type of music I play. Okay. So you know, I was like, you know, I'll start at 10 p.m. when Safe Harbor ends or begins. Um, so I decided to start a podcast, but, you know, that kind of fell through. So I'm doing, like, I just talk to people, yeah. you know, connect with yeah. people, you know, just yeah. have conversations. What's the name of the podcast? Oh, the If We're Being Honest podcast. What's it called? The If We're Being Honest podcast. <laughs> if We're Being Honest podcast? Yeah. <laughs> if We're Being What's Honest, I like that. Yeah, yeah. I want to be honest, you know, like if we're, yeah. being, honest. If we're being honest, you know, that's actually, uh, it's pretty clever. Like, yeah, um, I'm also going to start a new one just to talk about, like, you know, just to, just to talk, like just to give commentary on like things that's happening, but, you know, I haven't been really paying attention much, you know, the mm-hmm. pandemic really took a lot out of me. Right. Like everybody else. Yeah. Like, I got, huh? You got a fresh cut yesterday? Nah, it was like, um, Sunday I got it. Looking pretty sharp. Okay. I seen a little, yeah. little, yeah, yeah. I'm actually getting tight about my, my facial hair situation only because 
All right, so on one side, you know, it's still not fully grown in, but it's almost there on the other side. Nah, so I'm just like, yeah, so like, I was just like, nah, you just got to cut it all off. Like, there's there's no point. But, you know, like, I almost got the box here, the the, the goatee. At least you got, like, the little goatee, bro. My shit's the same way. Like, one side is a little bit more, like, full than the other. Like, I just, like, yo, just, like, even it out and then, like, We'll go from there, you know. Like it's a struggle. Yeah. I thought I would have had a beer, a full beer by like 24. Here I am. This is still not connected yet, you know. Yeah, I got a couple months till 24 too, and I'm just like, damn. But you know, like the way I get to, you know, just be like, yeah, I'm probably just gonna die like slower than other people. Right, you know, like bro, I found a gray hair. <laughs> yeah. I found a gray hair the other day. Wait, you found a gray hair? Yeah, I found a gray hair like, uh, like on the corner top part of the crown of my head. And I was like, oh, shit, like, I'm really, Damn. I'm really getting old, you know? At 24, oh, getting yeah. gray hair is like, that's crazy to me. Sorry, I'm sorry about that. Like, the coffee shop, the door is yeah. open. You know, we want customers, but yeah. Um, so when did you start a tech company? Started a tech company. Uh, well, like, the idea really started about a few months ago, um, I had moved back upstate and I wanted to get into real estate. So at the time I had just sold half of my stock portfolio. And the reason why I sold it was because it was at high, but also one thing that I, really, I started to learn from the stock market is that you really don't have that much leverage. You really don't have that much control yeah. in the stock market. That's like, yes, you can make predictions and you can be correct about those predictions. I mean, you can manipulate the market if you have like a certain amount of like leverage and power but you know that's kind of illegal and you know you really right. can't really benefit from it you know i don't have that type of power so yeah. i really have no control over what what happens and you know so i was like you know what other markets what other investments could i have more control in and i thought real estate because you know regardless of what happens in life people still need that's to in taxes yeah exactly so i was like you know what that's really my next move i want to get into real estate i want to get passive income now i've done a great job of capital gains buying low selling high in the stock market but now let me let me at least control what i'm making now so move back upstate and uh, my barber who's been cutting my hair for years uh he saw my progression from you know when i first started with stocks had about like 500 dollars and i turned that to about sixty thousand. and um, i was telling him that hey i'm looking for a real estate method do you know anybody and then uh he's like hey i've been buying real estate for years since I was your age, since I was 18 actually. I was like, oh, bet you mentored me. And then I told him like, you know, how did I get to this point of getting into real estate? He was like, yeah, um, I could definitely do that. But also um, I want to get into the stock market as well. Can you teach me your strategy? I'm like, yeah, of course. So that's when we decided that's how we would exchange value for each other. He would mentor me in real estate and coach me while I also taught him my strategy um in the stock market so we you know we had an equal medium of exchange and you know for the first couple months we were doing great that's how i began the work of getting my first property in Oneonta. he was coaching me through it step by step i was teaching my teaching him my strategy it didn't take him that long to see returns in his stock portfolio because he had you know a large amount of capital already he's been investing for for a long period of time in uh, real estate in domains um in uh other assets and education. What do you mean like website domains? 
Yes, like just the actual website domain. She just has like oh, like that GoDaddy thing, just own the domain and then sell the rights to people. Exactly. I don't know why that's such a marketable. Well, yeah, because like you know, technically, you know, if you own something and somebody owns the domain, you're you kind of have to. Right. You know, I I I never even seen the value in that, but you know, he's not. Yeah. I was like, oh shit. Like, I, like, I, I remember um, watching a Instagram click, um, Left Eye. She went and bought like domains in her friend's name and it just gave it to him because, you know, if you're an artist and you need to make a website back in the day, somebody has your name.com, you. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. So he, he just had a whole bunch of different assets. Um, so he, he, he had a lot of capital to start trading with. And, you know, if you would, Sometimes if you have a lot of capital, it can make it easier, but sometimes yeah. it will hurt you because you don't really know risk management. Yeah. But needless to say, uh, he was able to see a return on investment. He made 25%. He had 30,000. So, you know, him making 10,000, like percentage-wise, that's great. Over a year or like short-term? Because that's the thing I hate um, about stocks. Like March, uh, yeah. Yeah, because that's one thing I've been looking into. Sorry, like, uh, yeah, the internet kept for a while. It's definitely my Wi-Fi. Give me a second. So, yeah, we're good. Um, right. So now that's from the period from like about March until about May. And then right around that same time, um, cryptocurrency was really booming in May, especially with Elon Musk, all of his tweets. Yeah. Saturday Night Live. And we were like, you know, we started trading cryptocurrencies as well at that time. We were thinking like this... Cryptocurrency, like it might, it, this might be something, you know, valuable here. And we kept doing, we kept trading more into it. And then um, we decided, hey, let's, let's make our own cryptocurrency. You know, that, oh. that kind of sparked the tech company right there. And we were doing more research to getting into it, thought of a name, thought of how it was going to work, what we're going to be centralized or decentralized. And as we kept doing more and more and more and more research, Eventually, I got to the point of where I was like, like I, I stumbled upon crypto mining, you know. And at that time, I was like, you know, what is this? You know, why haven't I heard about this? And I just kept doing more and more research. It was actually something very hard to research because it was mostly only on YouTube, and I was having difficulty getting books on it, right? But yeah. I was able to find it's pretty book. new. It has a very narrow niche field, you know. Uh, Especially and it's not really, really popular talking. in the United States. It's not, you know? And, so well, it's it, not it, even, it, well, yeah. Like, even, like, in China, like, with the whole crackdown, I was so pissed when that happened. Yeah, because yeah, once that happened, I was just, like, because here's the thing. I was uh, investing in ADA or Cordano, mm-hmm. and, like, like it was, it was looking good for a while. Like, I think I had, like, I think I had like 500 or a thousand ADA at one point I decided mm-hmm. to sell it right before the summer because you know like even though it's supposed to blow up I was just like nah you know let me just pull out right now just like take my sh- little winnings only because you know like all my stocks you know I-, I kept buying and then like every time I wanted to sell it was always at a loss and then I would have to wait a couple days and then I just see it go back up and I'm just like damn that sucks. Yeah, at least I get a, yeah, at least I get a tax write off, you know, for losing yeah. in the stock but, market. A lot of loss, you know. Yeah. But I definitely understand that. It's happened to me plenty of times. Um, 
with trading like in the beginning even before i actually got good at it like when i was still back in college like that would happen to me all the time like i would buy a stock go down and go down and eventually i would sell i'll sell it at a loss and then next week it goes back up even higher than i actually bought it from like what you know what the fuck like what yeah, happened like why yeah that's really infuriating it really is it really like messes with you you know um eventually i got i overcame that by reading a couple books but um yeah with the cryptocurrency i kept researching it and eventually i got this book called crypto uh how to mine cryptocurrency for dummies you know this is one of those uh franchise books like how to do this for dummies how to do that for dummies it's the only book that i could find but it was the most helpful tool in starting that tech company it told me what you know what equipment i needed it told me you know what cryptocurrencies are profitable to mine told me you know how should i mine the electricity costs and eventually you know i just spent more time researching and eventually i got to the point where i was like you know i could research this as much as possible but i'll never know if this is tangible or profitable until i pull the trigger so what i did was i ordered some of the parts to build a, a gaming computer or a mining rig yeah. and once i had it and plugged it in the internet it began making money for me already um there's this software that i use it's called nice hash yeah um i think i tried using that on my m1 macbook mm-hmm. no yeah it doesn't really have like, the gpu and the cpu requirements to really do it make it profitable like it could do it it's just not profitable you know yeah and that's the thing i noticed i was like oh okay like it's really the graphics parts so once i had that first machine i started seeing the results i was like oh, okay i'm on to something here and then from there um you know i kept posting on social media and then before i knew it i had another machine and then before i knew it i had about five investors and this is and this is like fast forward to like two like a week and a half ago you know and now that i'm on something here i'm thinking hey like this might be the future and now you know a lot of people in the cryptocurrency field they're, they're starting to find renewable energy sources they're starting to create new cryptocurrencies they're starting to create new mining equipment and i feel i'm i'm at the right place at the right time so that that's really what started the tech company i have all of the assets under my real estate company uh, i couldn't think of a name yet cuz everything just started happening so fast um so now i'm like building a website but it, it really happened in a matter of weeks just just being diligent just you know letting the ball roll and letting things fall into where they fall that's how i started so now i'm i'm you know building gaming computers and mining rigs but really what i want to get into i want to get these ant miners these are some of the bigger more profitable machines they cost about 15 to 20 they can even get to like 30,000 but yeah the return on them are like 60 70,000 dollars so i'm thinking once I get a hold of one of those, then my tech company really launches off. And I feel like um, where I'm at right now, I live in Hudson Valley. I think that's going to be the new Silicon Valley, you know, on the East Coast of New York. You know, something a little bit different, you know? Yeah, upstate New, New York, York though. Back, yeah, you know, putting New York back on the map. You know, they, they forgot about us. And also, um, uh, locally, they just um, built out... A ten million dollars of renewable energy source that they launched, um, I believe, by Kipsi uh, or Newberg, one of the places. But they just built it out, so I'm starting to see the green energy coming into the area. I'm thinking also that's going to be the perfect time to set up some solar panels for my tech company. That's going to help uh, lower the cost of electricity, and that's really get a tax credit. Exactly, and that's the real cost 
of mining electricity yes yeah, electricity i wanted to really get into mining only because you know when you had like your only apartment or a house that you didn't have to pay the electricity bills like you know what <laughs> right like it, it makes things so much easier especially if you don't have to pay for electricity you know yeah, like just maybe your landlord will eventually he will eventually be like yo what's, <laughs> what's going on why is my electricity so high you know eventually they'll realize it but if you only had one or two maybe they'll saw you know a slight increase but They'll, be, they'll understand, you know, but eventually, you know, as you build the mining operation, they'll... Yeah, but I wanted to get one of those expensive miners, just be like, yo, one of my friends was like, yo, get 6K, gets it, we'll out, like, match you, and then we'll get one of those, but those, like, eat up the electricity, like, add, like, a couple hundred on the bill, like... They really do, but you would have made your money back onto it. I mean, I would have made it, I, and plus, I really wouldn't care, you know? Right. I mean, you should have done it, honestly, like... Um, I mean, yeah. That's what I'm looking for now, getting one of the big ones. So I'm looking for more investors, obviously. I'm looking for someone who can create a name for my company. I'm, I'm, I've been, you know, shuffling in uh, names that I've stumbled upon, but nothing. Not going to lie, that's really important because I decided to, you know, start an LLC like last summer and, you know, I I was so focused on the name and I'm just like, now I'm like, is this the right name? Like, Mm -hmm. but I'm like, I like it, but, you know, it, it has to right and then with and like with the internet nowadays with seo um like you really don't want to pay if you don't want to pay a company like you could just get like a a very unique name Mm -hmm. where if they search it up like it's always going to be the top right but even even when you have like the top spot on like google like i'm fortunate enough to always like have my links be one of the first on the first page of google and i don't really have to pay for it Mm -hmm. But like when you try to branch off on other things like certain pages on your website, like you got to make sure the SEO, like the search engine optimization of that is also like top notch. Yeah, so I, those things are important. And that's why I haven't been able to really stick on anything yet. I was more concerned of uh, really making profit on this. So like now that I have invested, like now I have to pay them their dividends for investing, which is, it's kind of cool to say that, hey, like yeah. my investors, I gotta pay their dividends or whatever. But um, I'm really looking forward to this. I'm very excited. I think, um, you know, I, I I truly do believe that cryptocurrency, you know, will be the future. It already is, and it's already standing the test of time. Hopefully, also, you know. Hey, I, I, you know. I mean, like, so I feel like it's always gonna be around, but I don't know if it's gonna be widely adopted just yet, you know government Definitely you know some hurdles that has to get through but but there I, is a usd coin like on coinbase you earn like point one um 15 point um like 15 hundreds of a dollar interest yeah something yeah i'm not going on the usd coin yet but I, i'm a believer that cryptocurrency will, will definitely be the future and, i mean yeah it's really volatile though yeah. that's the only thing like some of them feel yeah, like I a pumping, like it, yeah, it's, a lot of them, a lot of them are pumping them. Yeah, like yo, like I, I was just reading up about a coin called Solano. Like they like made like um four thousand percent. Um, that's how much it jumped in like value, and I was just like, damn. When you think about that, like if you invested, like even a little bit. Like you see a huge return. Imagine. So yeah, those are, you know, notorious pump and dumps, but I don't even think it's a pump and dump though. Like I think it like, 
Yeah, I think it's also like Ethereum and Bitcoin. Like, you know, as more people use it and like, you know, it's because some of these actually, you know, they, you know, want to, they actually want to, what do you call it? Improve the technology, you know, make it scalable. And other people just want to get rich quick scheme. Like also Polygon and Matic. Like I had a friend that, you know, was telling people to get on since like at 30 cents. And then at one point it was at $2, you know? Yeah. Exactly, you know, but Sometimes I was the information just just knowing about yeah. it before everyone else knows about it, kind of with crypto mining. Or just like you know, sharing the information and just getting people to, um, you know, adopt it yourself that's one way you could, like, you know, manipulate the market or just like leverage your clout. But you know, they recently had to save this the kids like cryptocurrency or whatever that, mm-hmm. att- yeah, that turned out to be a pump and dump by just like famous YouTubers or whatever. Yikes. Yeah, so yeah. Definitely a lot of things that you have to be careful with. You got to be careful about it. You know, like during the Floyd Mayweather versus um, Drake, no, Logan Paul, he was wearing oh. Ethereum boxers. Oh, really? I didn't even notice that. Yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah. So, yeah, it's really, uh, it's a very exciting, very risky investment. Definitely yeah. a lot of rewards to be made. A lot of risks, too. You know, you can lose basically your whole portfolio. Like also Shiba Inu. Like, yo, I heard, yeah, but, like, the only problem is it's really hard to buy it. Like, I've been asking people, yo, how you buy it? Like, I would be willing to put, like, a couple, like, a hundred or a thousand dollars on Shiba Inu for a while and see what happens, but you can't buy it. It's also, like, Binance and Crypto.com. Like, I wanted to, you know, start it, but when you live in the United States, you know, you're not allowed to. And I I thought to myself, well, you know, I'll just get a VPN, (laughs) Right, like everybody else, <laughs> didn't work out that way. It didn't, I don't think it works. Yeah. I'm using a VPN. Uh, I have another. Um, I use Bitmart to buy, you know, some of the smaller, lesser known. Mm-hmm. The altcoins. Yeah, you know, some of the, like the some of the meme tokens as well. Um, I think a friend of mine who's been, or more of like a networker of mine, someone who's been in the game a little bit longer, trading cryptocurrencies, kind of walk me through the process and it's really it, cryptocurrency i guess what's cool about it it's not some of the exclusive exclusivity about it that a lot of people don't know how to do it so it really adds to uh the pump and dump the, the mysterious fog smoke and mirror to it and sometimes uh, it's not even a pump and dump some people will be like yo i made way too much money on this like you know with like a short amount of time like like do i really want to keep holding any longer or just i want to pull out the money now and just like spend it Right. That's another thing. Right. It was like when Bitcoin, like one of my friends was telling me, yo, let's invest in Bitcoin. It's only $200. I was like, nah, no, thank you. Right. And then well, like it was booming to like 10, 20, $19,000. And I was just in class thinking like, damn. Should have invested. I felt like that. But then like, you know, I was like, uh, you're missing out, man. That's yeah. But then he, like, you also got to realize, you know, that $200 that I was spending, like, <laughs> like it, it had experiences that you can't, you know. True. True, but you know that two hundred dollars could have bought you even more experiences. You know, it, but it, I guess you didn't know any better. It's opportunity costs and trade offs. You know, like you that's make decisions. The, that's the great thing about investing that the opportunity costs. You know, like what are you get willing to give up now to receive in the future? You know, your time, your money, you know, your your peace of mind. And that's why I actually love investing. I actually got into investing um, right after the pandemic happened. Um, I had a lot more free time on my hands. So I started reading Rich Dad, Poor Dad. I really mm-hmm. took the book, you know, everything that he said, I really 
took it, you know, for word for word. And I did what he said. Like he said, he, you know, traded stock. He said he bought real estate. He said he opened up, he opened up like silver and gold mines. I didn't open up a silver and gold mine, but you know, I started a crypto mine. He said mm-hmm. he worked a sales job before he started the business. I worked a sales job to learn how to start up a business. So I really looked at him as my mentor, one of the first mentors I had by reading all of his books, reading, watching all the YouTube videos, playing all the games, just so I can really get, you know, immersed into investing and it, it paid off. You know, I was one of the best decisions I ever made. And that one book changed my life. The book actually wasn't, you know, it, it was a good book, but it wasn't great. What really was great was this game that he created called Cashflow 101. So What's in the it's a game Wait, that he Robert Kiyosaki made that? Say it again? Yes. Robert, okay. Robert Kiyosaki created uh, another game, a browser game called Cashflow 101. Is and, it on the App Store? Uh, I don't believe it's on the App Store anymore, but no. Uh, yeah. The game, it, you can just play online. You sign up with your email, but the game teaches you like these four crucial things, right? It teaches you one, how to make your money work for you instead of you having to work for your money. Two, it teaches you how to buy all different types of assets. Three, how to manage risk. And then four, it teaches you, it doesn't matter what job you have, if you only have that one source of income, you're gonna be working until you retire. So that's really what I took from it because it it allows you to be a doctor, allows you to be an engineer, allows you to be a nurse, allows you to be a janitor or a school teacher or a librarian, you know, think of the or fast food workers, think of the most low paying jobs. It may be a little bit harder. Yes. That's not what I'm saying. You know, if you have any job at all, you can do it. You, you can't, which is true. It's going to be harder. You know, obviously, if you have a higher paying job, higher salary, it'll be easier for you to invest. But it, it doesn't mean it's impossible. And that's what I learned. And that's when I started shifting my focus from trying to get a high paying job, high salary job. And that was really the reason why I didn't go to grad school because I noticed that it doesn't matter what job you have. If you don't learn to invest your money, you're always going to be working for your money. And I didn't yeah, want to- you know, inflation goes up, people save money. They don't realize their buying power goes up. But that's the one thing I hate. Like people, people kind of misframe inflation. Like you can mm-hmm. save money, but it's just not worth it. Like if you can invest it and like make even more, like earn interest on it. Right, exactly. Like, like you know, inflation is still uh, slowly stealing the amount of interest that your money makes. And and like saving money used to work back in the 1950s and the 60s because the banks used to give you actual money for having holding your money. So yeah. they used to give like you know three, four, or five percent. Now the banks are giving 0.2, 0. you know one, 0. 0.3, 0. 0.10, or zero ten percent and that's not really making much because inflation is three percent or two percent per yeah. year so and another it. problem is like yo if you ever if you ever try to withdraw like use a bank and then like you ever found out like there's a limit to how much of your money you could take out within a day like i was like i, I found out like yo you could only spend three thousand dollars a day on chase i was like excuse me what do you, what do you mean i can only spend three thousand dollars a day because i was like you know shopping when there's like oh your car got declined I went, checked my app. I was like, no, there's money in here. Right. And I'm like, so I called and it was like, oh, you reach your daily limit. I'm like, excuse me, why is there a daily limit on how much money I can take out? But then it goes into like banks have to have a certain amount of cash on hand because, you know, without loans. And if they don't, like they have to borrow it mm-hmm. from like the Fed. Mm-hmm. 
they use our money to make to more make money. money. Yeah, yeah. They they use your money to loan it out to other people. You know, make interest. Like banks' whole business model is, um, is you know, home loans, uh, um, credit cards, uh, and a lot of another thing is the fees they charge. Mm-hmm. They do a good. They do a great job of making their money work for them. Well, it's like, not oh, their money. It's, do- it's, it's, it's it's other people's money. You know. Yes, they do a good yeah. job of using other people's money to make money for them. Thank you. you yeah. You're absolutely right. They do a great job of using other people's money to make their money work for the banks. They do a great job of us. Us, we don't, you know, not not because, you know, we don't want to, just because we don't know how to. School doesn't teach us exactly how to uh, invest or really what finance is. So, you know, it, it seems like a foreign language if you don't ever study it, you know, and that's how I felt at first, too. Like, I didn't understand it, especially when I was college, especially when I was first getting into the stock market. You know, I was just throwing money away because no one taught me about it. I didn't read any books about it. I didn't really know where to begin. I just wanted to do it because it seemed cool. And then eventually I read a couple books, you know, and that led to more books. And then I finally got it, you know, got a grasp of it and kept learning more and more. And now I understood the whole picture. You know, I saw it from a different side. And I saw how, how powerful investing is. And that's really, you know, what got me going got me you know my first properties my um my stock portfolio my cryptocurrency my coffee shop and now i'm looking like uh, there's more goals that i want to accomplish you know i want to have 100k net worth by the end of this year i want to have a million dollars uh net worth by when i'm 30 you know i want to be you know i want to own a basketball team you know there's a lot of things that i want to do but i I see how to do them now you know and the last i'll say about that game that i played was that it showed me how, how, how much money is actual money? But also, it taught me if you knew how to make $100, you know how to make 1000 If you know how to make 1000 you know how to make 10000 you know how to make 10 you know how to make a million. you know how to make a million, you know how to make a billion. And at that point, it clicked for me, like, how money works. And it's funny how my life is starting to look like how the game was when I was playing it, you know? It, it, once you get out of that first like five digit range out of that first $10,000, then it really starts to pick up. But then once you get out of, once you make your first 100K, that's when you're really in the game. That's when you're really a mover and shaker and you can really control and have leverage. And that's, that's the point where I'm pushing to, to get to that next level. You know, I could have done it alone. That's why I got these mentors to help coach me, you know, also my faith in God to, you know, keep me disciplined and diligent. But yeah, that's, that's been my journey. And I'm, I'm more than excited. I feel like I have a great team around me. I feel like I have some of the best mentors that I could find for myself that can relate to me. And I think, uh, you know, I think six months from now, man, I'm going to be in an even better position than I am now with the tech company, with real estate, with a lot of things, you know? Yeah, I feel you. Because I was really looking at it, too. I was like, do I really want to go to graduate school? Because I've been talking to people. And then you find out people with the master's degrees, like, like multiple masters and I'm like can't get a job in certain fields and I'm like why would I go back to school you know get get a master's degree in saturated markets and even if it's unsaturated sometimes like the the income you know isn't even that much better to the point where yeah you make like five thousand dollars ten thousand dollars more but if you like is it really worth it because now you have to pay the loans yeah you gotta pay the loans and like 
I was I was I actually feel bamboozled by you know Joe Biden and his student loan forgiveness. Like I, I was actually really pissed. Yeah, you know like, politicians. Yeah, you know, lied. Said so, uh, I wasn't I wasn't looking for the fifty thousand dollar. You know. Mm-hmm. Because like hey, I I knew I didn't believe that I I, I was hopeful for the ten thousand dollars. You know, I was like maybe. Do definitely would have like made a dent. You know. Yeah, would have made a dent. We should have known better. Yeah, shouldn't should have known better. Um, my expectations my, were low. I, I wanted. My, see, I I had faith only because you know I was like ten thousand dollars, like maybe you know. But now they're playing filibuster. Oh, let's do it through Congress. Like even the infrastructure bill, like they're talking about, doesn't seem like they're gonna pass one anytime soon. So it just feels like you know the government, you know, screwing people over again. Like, but it is what it is. They're, the government has been the biggest pumping up. You know, they pull the rug over us all the time, especially when they want to get elected. You know, they'll say whatever. Yeah, they'll say whatever and never follow through. Yeah, you know, and you know, to be fair, you know, some things they can't control. I'll give them that. You know, some things you try to push and it just doesn't get passed. So, yeah, but don't, you know, I'll, I'll do that. But. Yeah, but you could have been honest. Like you said, because like you said you were going to do something and then you 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 didn't even do it. And now like, you're using convenient excuses. Oh, we can't pass it through Congress. Oh, I don't want to use executive action. Uh, I right, whatever. Yeah, you know. But yeah, but, when they, when they when they want your vote in 2024, I'm gonna be like, no. Exactly. You know, I want to win from Trump. I don't even really care because like it, it is what it is. Like nothing really. Like I just I didn't realize the government shut down like three times during the Trump presidency because. Like, I personally, like, in 2016, I remember um, I knew Hillary Clinton was going to lose. Like, the writing was on the wall for me. I was asking people, you know, there was, like, even in New York, like, people were telling me, like, oh, a woman can't be president. I was like, what you mean? He was like, oh, other countries won't respect us. I was like, why do you care? And, like, I got all these excuses. I was like, all right. And then I remember election day, you know, it being a Tuesday. I just like realized every election day was a Tuesday because I was like about to tell this story. I said, like, you know, the day after election day, you know, it was a Wednesday. It was like gloomy. And then somebody told me, like, of course, it was a Wednesday. Like, you know, election day is always a Tuesday. And I was like, you know what? You're right. But yeah, I remember like the 2016 election, like that Tuesday, I think um, school was open, like even in college, right? I don't think people really get that day off or whatever. Barely. And then, like, and plus some people vote at colleges or whatever. Mm-hmm. So people or, or whatever, and people are like, yo, who are you voting for? Who are you voting for? And they're like, it was kind of hilarious, like, you know, just watching it throughout the day. And then the next day, I remember going back to the campus. Like, the campus was pretty empty. Like, you didn't really see a lot of people on a Wednesday. It was also, like, gray. It was, like, silent. Mm-hmm. I'm just like, damn. Yeah. Because I told my friends, like, yo, Trump is probably going to win this. And then, like, I even have the text messages to this day of me saying, like, nah, like, you know, he, he's beating Hillary. Not that I was really looking forward to him to win, but I was just like, yo, he's going to do it. Like, I was it, shocked. A little bit. I, I wasn't. I was like, eh. It just felt, it felt like, it, it felt like it wasn't going to happen, but I'm like, eh, something just like, Something just tells me, like, in my gut that he's just going to win. And he did. And then I was like, you know, all right, the election's over. I don't care anymore. <laughs> yeah. 
He's probably like, accept it. Because, like, people really, like, I don't really care what the president does. Like, all of his policies, like, the government shutting down, that did not affect my life in any way. Like, you know, like, even, like, people really need to, like, focus more on, like, the, you know, the local elections. But even then, like, those don't really affect me either. Like, I, I was, like, I was in my 20s. So I was, like, you know, politics, not really something I care about. Like, I don't know that. I'm like, you know what? I definitely need to be. I, you know, when you start making money, that's that's kind of when you start caring more about politics because you know right. taxes. Hundred percent. Like, you know, now I remember I was doing my taxes uh, uh, last year for this year, and I was like, oh wow, like they're really crunching the numbers here. Like they're really like taking money like from me. And I'm like, yo, like I hate. Yeah. This. I hate this, bro. Like the more money I make, the more they're gonna take. You know, like. And then, like, certain times, it doesn't even matter about politics, like, a political party or affiliation. Like, I remember, like, um, like for example, AOC, like, I don't know if this is completely true, but apparently, you remember how Amazon was supposed to come to New York? <laughs> right. Yeah, apparently, I was told by, like, some real estate guy, like, yo, one of the reasons he's not a fan of AOC is because apparently she had a, you know, she helped tank the Amazon deal. And then a lot of people invested a lot of money in real estate, you know, expecting Amazon to come through. Right. And when that didn't happen, you know, you get left holding a bag. Right. You're a bag holding now. Yeah. yeah it's, like, it's like in the stock market. You're a bag holding now. You know, they, they got you. you know, they and then, like, you're kind of pissed because, like, you had all these plans for developments that are not about to go through. And then. It's a. And then this isn't like, you know, 100,000, like millions. This is like commercial real estate in New York. You're, yeah. You're, right. yeah. <laughs> Those were the big boys. Yeah, really you're holding an extremely big bag right now. So like when that deal fell through and then like people were like jobs or whatever. Hey, um, I have another um, investment at 1215. Where can I like watch like this podcast or listen to it? Like what? You know, oh, I'll send you the link. It's like available on you know Apple, Spotify, Overcast, Google. That'd be awesome. You know? um, right. So you gotta go. Yeah, in a little bit. I'm just letting you know in advance. Oh, okay. Um, okay, that, that sounds awesome. Like I, I definitely want to get on your podcast again. Definitely want to see this grow. And you know, I would love to come back and be like, hey, yeah, I remember the last time I was here. You know, six yeah. months later, this is where I'm at now. You know, you know. It, things that we talked about were real and tangible and this is the the results of those things yeah uh, but also i would love to see the podcast one thing i hate about like me is like whenever like I, right now i think i sound pretty decent like, i think i sound pretty good but i can imagine once i hear it i'm like ugh, i hate this oh yeah like, i feel you i remember for taking an audio um intro to audio production and only out to like yo i i don't know what it is i think people just naturally do not like the sound of their voice when it's recorded yeah, I don't know what it is. Like, it just it just sounds completely different from like in my head to like in my ears, and I'm like, is that how I sound? You know? Like, yeah, I, like, like if people be like, "Yo, you sound amazing," I'm like, nah, nah, nah. even a little bit. I, I think singers go through the same thing. Or like musicians, yeah. artists, like they don't like listening to the old stuff because how they sound recording is not how they sound like on a track. You yeah. know? I definitely can relate to that, but I definitely would love to see this. I want to see what I said. See if I said anything crazy. You know, kind of like I like to reflect. Oh yeah, um, like sometimes, like you say something in the moment, and then you just right. like forget it. Yeah, right. like you don't even realize that you did it. You know, that happens to me a lot. But then also, um, so 
how uh what days of the week do you drop new episodes on your podcast i just drop it whenever i get a chance to edit it you know like this one i'm not really focused on having like a direct time um mm-hmm. to drop i'm just like trying to talk to as many people just share information but i do want to start another podcast you know where you know it's probably scheduled you know you mm-hmm. talk with friends about like what's going on in the news and you know be as cut loose as you know it's like really it's like barbershop talk because like i just realized like during high school i spent like a considerable amount of like weekends like weekend mornings at the barbershop just sweeping up and then like that kind of inf- affects you growing up because you know talking in a barbershop is yeah like you get you get the truth you know you get how people how men really feel and what they're really thinking yeah That's why we go there you know it's one of the few safe spaces that we as men and we as black men get to like really converse and like you know talk without having judgment oh you know? uh, that's not true for me i talk however i feel like wherever you know and you know true. it's not always the best idea you know sharing your opinions you know but it is what it is i believe in being honest you know that's why kind of definitely like i uh i definitely uh i do you know speak how i feel but i definitely have a filter oh no i have a filter too but you know you know so like, i don't really try to protect people's feelings and like i had a job interview the other day and like they called me and i was just talking in a regular tone and i found out that oh you have to sound jovial you have to sound like this is the best thing that's ever happening to you and i'm like excuse me i was like like (laughs) i was told like i have great qualifications but you don't sound excited i'm like what was the business for i don't really know i was just trying to get a job at this point yeah, I feel you. Yeah, I feel like you shouldn't have to change yourself for like a job or for a person. Yeah, but I understand it, but I'm just like, you know, like I'm I, I want to do the job, get it done, get a paycheck, that's it. But I guess like people want somebody who's overly committed. They want you to be like a family to their company. Oh no, 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 I'm not doing that. I'm not doing that. Yeah, bro. Yeah. And they'll pay you like fifteen, maybe like seventeen dollars. I'm like, what? Uh, like, no. sorry. No. Uh, one last thing I'll say about mining, uh, that I really like is that um, the software that I have set up, what I really like about it is that every four hours, it pays you the amount of uh, Bitcoin that I've mined. So uh, it, it just sent me a notification right now. I don't know if you can see it. Hold on, let me show you. Uh, so it says uh, you've received this certain amount of Bitcoin since oh, you so- it. And I'm like, I love that about it because it's passive income. You know, it's yeah. just money working for me and I don't have to do anything. Like after I've set it up, it's running, it's cool. It sends me a notification. It's like I get a payday. A paycheck every four four hours you know once i've really built this up i can imagine like you know fifty dollar you know notifications hundred dollar notifications you yeah thousand dollar notifications you know ten thousand dollar notifications there's people who have like thousands of machines and rigs yeah. like, need on the software and i'm like i want to get to that point so what i and it gives me motivation inspiration like I, it gives me assurance and confidence that what i'm doing will pay off because i see other people doing it yeah, yeah. I mean, that's really what I enjoy about this. So. I mean, that's pretty dope. You get paid in like the BTC and not Satoshi's, or they it just automatically converts to Satoshi's for you. No, it automatically converts to Satoshi's. It's all BTC, so I can, oh, okay. um, like it sends it to my wallet, so I could sell it, I could trade it, turn it, convert it to another cryptocurrency. It's, the software is pretty uh, versatile, which I really like about it. Like it, it, it makes it very easy to get into. You just have yeah. to know what it is that you're getting into, you know, that's, that's and you gotta, you know, you gotta look at the market futures, you know, because like right now Bitcoin is pretty tanking, but you know, for some people they like, well, I can buy the dip now 
And some people like, I I could buy like the diff like even lower. Mm-hmm. It's like Bitcoin was at like sixty thousand for a while, like a hot second, like fifty nine thousand, and people were investing. And then to at see, that point, you know? and to see it at like thirty thousand dollars now, like you gotta, you gotta it's either, yeah it's, yeah, it's risk, but you know it is what it is. You know Venezuela, you know officially adopted it. Was it Venezuela? Um, that adopted it, it as was, uh, Costa it Rica. Ecuador? Oh, Ecuador, maybe. Yeah, and then there was a South American country. Yeah, they they decided yeah, to use Bitcoin. Yeah, they, I think I mean, Zimbabwe should do the same because, like, they they have like a um um hyperinflation with their currency where they printed like trillions of dollars. Yeah, Bitcoin is more uh stable than some of the currencies some of the countries have already. I think Haiti should also adopt bitcoin as their official currency i don't know if haiti should really be doing anything right now you know i think they should bro i mean they should like realistically but you know like when you just had your president assassinated and you don't really know why Mm -hmm. yeah you should they're gonna spend a lot of time figuring out why but then after they do what are they gonna do nothing just sit i mean yeah i guess like you know viva la revolution uh la union fed a la force you know what it is yeah Yeah. bro. so i feel like you know that might because you know nothing's really been working for haiti for centuries now you know, i mean it's not people. even working like you just kind of been getting fucked over like, by external forces over and over and over again right i think you know they need something you know drastic something no one's thinking about something so risky that it just might work you know it's something that's so it's so left that it's right you know and i think you know that might be it like honestly i think if they if they adopt it as their currency you know people you know, the country, the economy of Haiti may start to see a change, you know, for better or for worse, and yeah. let the dominoes fall. But I mean, that's my personal opinion. You, know? you might as well. Yeah, what do you have What do you have left to lose as Haiti? I mean, you could get targeted again by other countries, you know? Like, I only recently learned that, you know, um, they've been paying France, like, the equivalent of, like, $21 billion just to avoid being, you know? Yeah, that's really killed them, so. Yeah. They would have to deal with that first, but yeah, like, I would try anything. You know? Yeah, I feel you. Yeah, if I was Haiti, I would try anything. Really. You know? But, you know, like, isn't there, like, a power struggle right now, either, anyway? I think a lot of, like, rival gangs are trying to sort themselves yeah. as the main political party. There's, there's, there's a lot of chaos going on in Haiti right now. So, you know, maybe, maybe it's not worth it, but maybe, maybe, yeah. you know, who yeah. knows? We'll, we'll see what happens with Haiti. Clearly, you know, we're, we're more invested in Haiti than other people might be. Yeah. Um, being Haitian, but um, I, I think that would be a great move for Haiti. Honestly, like I might even like, I don't know, who knows? Start a petition, you know? That'd be kind of cool. <laughs> honestly, I would actually maybe, to, you know, I would actually so, love to like set up like a mining operation in Haiti. You know, like an island in the middle of the Caribbean, have a lot of a lot of sun, a lot of. See wind. the problem with like starting a mining company in you know, like the Caribbean country is you got to be aware of natural disasters. Like true. Because, like, you also got to realize, like, I wouldn't start one in Florida either. True. You know, a lot of the... Um, yeah. Water. Mommy, the waters. Yeah. So, yeah, there's a lot of things to think about. I just would... I would only do it so that way Haiti can start prospering, you know? Yeah. It's clearly not the best place to mine. But, you know, being Haitian, I would love to see, you know, my yeah, country, like, our country better. You know? Yeah. So, I actually, maybe if I ever get to... The, uh, or, you know, when I get to a point of, like such prosperity you know i might look into it that's really yeah, that's, that's what people usually do it's like you know they get rich and then 
they bring back to their neighborhoods. Like if you found um, like a lot of people who start companies when it's time to like build a factory or something, they'll do it in their hometown. Cause like, it's what they're familiar with. Yeah. You know, like, why not, why not like, you know, you know, upgrade or give back. Invest, to yeah. Invest yeah. into your own community instead of investing like other places, you know, yeah. where people are already making money, you know, why not do that? I would love to do something like that. Like that's why I invested uh, and got my first property on the answer. Yeah. Yeah. You know, you know, the area. Exactly, you know, like, I know it like like my second home, you know, and that's, yeah. you, you know, we love going back up there, bro, like. Yeah, I know, and then like, you know, August is fast. Yeah, you know, when they open it up again, you, you know what it is. I'll, I'll probably will see you there in August, and uh, we'll be at, at the jug or, yeah. the, you know. Yeah, what's you crazy know? is I still have my Red Jug membership, like, it hasn't expired, because, you know, really? I think I got it in, like, September or whatever, so oh, I probably, you know, if me and some homies go back up. If, if you mean when, bro, <laughs> you mean when, when you go back up. Yeah, when we go back up. Um, yeah. I'm definitely going back up. Yeah, like, I'm definitely going back up. Probably first week, you know, you know how rushed we get, you know, oh, just little, little, yeah. little baby. they haven't really been able to like, you know, really experience rush week too. So I'm yeah, I'm not going to lie. Um, I don't even know if I'm really excited for rush week because, you know, after the last pandemic, I'm just like, nah, I might just like, and like be, Cause like rush week is whatever. Cause like when you join a fraternity, like you sooner or later hate rush week. Oh yeah. Being on the opposite side. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Like, yeah, when you're, when you're rushing, like, and you know, you're being catered to all oh, greatest experience in the world. When you have to cater to like, Oh no, 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 no. People are terrible. Like when you're yeah. not to cater to other people, like they're the worst human beings ever. Bro. Well, not, not worse. It's just like, it just doesn't feel as fun. Like, yeah. but like the bar scene, like I'm excited for that. Cause that's really where the heart of the town is, you know? Yeah, like, I, I, I recently, like, during the pandemic, pandemic, I was getting my hair done, and somebody told me, like, oh, we used to own the, um, we used to own the Guinness World Record for most, like, liquor licenses or bars per square foot, and then I started thinking about it, I was like, yo, it is funny, there's, like, a bar or something on, like, every block, right, literally, like, consecutively, like and they had bombers, like, which you know time. the golden days of one concept, you know. But this has been great talking to you, CJ. We appreciate the invitation for this podcast. We'd love to see it when you drop it and definitely keep me updated when you drop an episode. Definitely want to subscribe. Right. Um, yeah, let's let's talk again in a few months and see where see where we're both at. All right. All right, Russo. It's been it's been a pleasure. Always, thank you. All right. All right, peace. See you.